was the bottom of the ninth with McGuire up the bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everybody, welcome to Jokestrap. This is episode number 82. Today's date is January 13, 2021. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, and once again, we have another huge date in American history uh passing us or yeah it was today so last week we had the whole fiasco at the capitol and this week we have the second impeachment of donald j trump the president um he's the president for one more week um so now the vote's gonna go to the senate and then if convicted Donald J. Trump will never be allowed to run for office again and uh, never have his Secret Service people again and won't have his health insurance or stuff, something like that and some other stuff. If he, if he gets convicted by two-thirds of the vote at the Senate. Now, the Senate vote may not happen until next week. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> It'll definitely not happen next week, um, is, but it's probably not going to happen until after Biden is inaugurated into office. Um, so, um, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, what happens. The Senate will be majority Democrats after Biden is inaugurated, so that could play a factor. Um, we'll see where it goes from here. Anyway... Uh, that's just sort of put a timestamp on this podcast, kind of give whenever I look back at old podcasts, kind of give me an idea of when I recorded it. I'm sure everyone that's anybody kind of knows what's going on, so I don't really need to say what's going on. It's just sort of my, for my own benefit. Um, you know, like you have landmarks for like where you're going like oh it's next to the so-and-so statue this is like my landmark for the podcast like oh when did i record this oh i recorded it on the day of the impeachment that's when anyway so yeah enough about that um thank you again for listening episode number 82 like i said and uh we are into the national football league playoffs and i'll be honest i did not watch any of the wild card round this past weekend I'll give you a little recap of what happened, the scores and stuff, and who's playing next weekend. But um, my team, as you know, is the San Francisco 49ers. And when I looked at the schedule, I was just like, eh, uh, I can't, uh, I don't have enough invested energy-wise for any of these teams to watch, watch them play for three hours to see who wins. The only game that was somewhat appealing to me on the docket last weekend was on Saturday, the Rams versus Seahawks, because those are both teams in the 49ers division. Um, now, 
I would want both teams to lose. But given that can't happen, I wanted the Seahawks to lose um, as they're the bigger rival. And it turns out they ended up losing to the Rams 30-20. to So it turned out well, but yeah, again, just didn't feel like sitting down for three hours or so to watch a game last weekend. Just wasn't feeling football-ish. Now, had I been with friends, I'm sure I would have watched football all day. But I'm to the point now where if it's not a team that I, I enjoy watching all the time, like the 49ers, the Warriors, the Sharks, the A's, that um, watching by myself isn't as enjoyable. Um, now, in the company of others, I'm going to be eating a lot. I'm going to be drinking a lot way more than I would by myself. So, you know, you got those other other variables to throw in to make the experience a lot more fun. And I think that's a big reason why I'm, I'm finding myself watching less sporting events when they're not involving the teams that I root for. Anyway, hopefully that'll change in the not-too-distant future, and I'll, I don't know, watch more. Anyway, uh, so here we go. The recap of the last weekend. We had the Indianapolis Colts play against Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Uh, those are the 11-5 Colts against the 13-3 Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills just squeaked out the win. They got it. They almost pulled the Buffalo Bills of the 1990s and blew it. But they won 27-24. to uh, as I mentioned, the L.A. Rams played the Seattle Seahawks, the 10-6 Rams against the 12-4 Seahawks in Seattle, and L.A. Rams pull off the upset 30-20. We had the 11-5 Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing at the home team, the Washington football team, the home team with the 7-9 record, um, and Tampa Bay took care of them 31 31- to 23. Uh, just a side note on that game. Unfortunately, Alex Smith did not play in that game for Washington. Of course, he had that remarkable comeback this year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, Alex Smith um, uh, is done or if he's still going to be trying to come back. It sounds like there's going to be a quarterback controversy again if he does stick around in Washington. So uh, let's see uh, where his career goes. But without a doubt, he's got to be comeback player of the year for sure in the league. If he's not, something's wrong. So those were the games on Saturday. And on Sunday, January 10th, uh, the Baltimore Ravens at 11-5 were playing at the Tennessee Titans, who are also 11-5. and And the Ravens got the win at, by a score of 20-13. to The 8-8 eight and eight Chicago Bears who squeaked into the playoffs, were at the New Orleans Saints with the 12-4 and record, and the Saints pulled off that victory 21-4. And then the Cleveland Browns of 11-5 and record were at the Pittsburgh Steelers 12-4 and record, and uh, the Browns pulled it off and won 48-37. The Browns won a playoff game, everybody crazy that was a high scoring affair um looking at this and i'm noticing that we had one two two of the six games 
the home team won. And four of the games, the road team won. Now, I wonder, had this been, you know, a normal football season and the crowds had been in full effect, would some of these outcomes have changed? You know, we'll never know. But you got to think, Seattle would have definitely benefited from having a huge crowd there um, at their home. Uh, and uh, possibly even even like the Steelers. I don't know. Um, but as it is, that's the way it went. And uh, next week, we're going to have the next round, <laughs> the divisional round of the playoffs. And so that in consists of Saturday, January 16th, the L.A. Rams will be at the Green Bay Packers, and then the Baltimore Ravens will be at the Buffalo Bills. And then on Sunday, January 17th, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. And, of course, the Packers and the Chiefs both had bye weeks, so this is their first weekend of uh, playoffs. Um, who am I pulling for? I, To be honest, I, I'm kind of pulling for the Bills just because out of all the years for them to win it all, I feel like this would be the year uh, like when no one can really watch them. Um, in person. Um, I think they have a small crowd, but that's about it. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of pulling for them. Um, the Cleveland Browns would also be a neat story if they could somehow pull it off. Um, I, I really don't see them getting past Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, though. Um, maybe I'll tune in for this game on January 17th, Chiefs and, and Browns, maybe. We'll see. We'll see what I'm up to this weekend. Anyway, speaking of which, January 17th is the birthday of my comedian idol, Jim Carrey. So, happy birthday! Um, so, yeah, that's how uh, the NFL is shaping up now. On Monday, uh, January 11th, it was the college football playoff finale. Um, the championship game, if you will. Um although some people still don't agree with the way the teams are chosen. Um, it pitted Alabama against uh, Ohio State, and I had a good feeling that uh, Alabama was going to take care of Ohio State. Now, Ohio State played five less games in their season than um, uh, Alabama did. Uh, Alabama was 12-0 and entering the game, and uh, Ohio State was 7-0. and So there's some uh, something to be said about that, I guess. Um, was it a fair matchup or not? But anyway, um, Ohio State hung around for a little bit. Um, again, this was another game I did not really watch, um, but it was just kind of keeping track of. Anyway, Alabama wins the national title 52-24. to uh, over Ohio State, so in the end, it really wasn't close. It was more of an onslaught. Uh, the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, uh, goes on a tear in the first half for Alabama, and uh, yeah, 
That's all she wrote, and then the whole city of Alabama went on the streets and celebrated and gave each other COVID. So, um, <laughs> there's some pretty crazy photos. I mean, I can't really say anything in terms of Alabama as a state for that, because in California, when the Los Angeles Lakers won the final uh, themselves, there was a big crowd on the streets, too. So, sometimes people just can't stop themselves when a team they follow, you know, you got to stop and think for a second, and sometimes the thinking stops instead. Whoa, that's deep. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's uh, recent sports there. And then uh, National Basketball Association, the Golden State Warriors, um, they recently lost a game, their most recent game, um, unfortunately, they lost yesterday, uh, January 12th, to the Indiana Pacers. And uh, they lost that one 104-95. to 95. They had the lead the entire game until uh, the fourth. So that was a tough blow. Uh, they were without Eric Pascal. Um, he was not available due to COVID protocols. And then... Uh, they uh, won on Sunday, January 10th, against the Raptors by a final score of 106-105. They won on a couple free throws at the very end of the game by a Damian Lee. So that was a, actually a big comeback win in that game. for the War- Actually, the Warriors held the lead most of that game, and then the Raptors came back, and the Warriors had to hold on at the very end. So that was a close one at the end for them. Um and then, like I had uh, kind of predicted on the previous podcast with the Warriors and Clippers playing two games in a row, I kind of thought that the Warriors would be able to beat the Clippers in the second game of their back-to-back, uh, having learned from their first game. And sure enough, the Warriors did win that game uh, on January 8th, 115-105. Uh, to 105. Uh, There is a bit of a schedule adjustment that's coming up now with the Golden State Warriors. Um, Tomorrow they're playing their scheduled game uh, against the Denver Nuggets in Denver. Uh, They had a game scheduled for Friday against Phoenix, but that game has been suspended, postponed, uh, because of COVID protocols on the Phoenix team. So won't be able to see that game. Uh, Tomorrow's game against the Nuggets is one that's going to be on TNT. So now I'm stuck with a dilemma. Um, and also looks like Eric Pascal will return uh, f- tomorrow's game uh, for the Warriors against the Nuggets. But tomorrow's game on TNT means I'm in a dilemma because being in Sacramento, I normally don't get to watch the Warriors unless they're on TNT or ESPN or on NBA TV, which actually this year has been a lot. But um, the San Jose Sharks home opener is tomorrow as well. So that's going to be on TV as well. Sorry, not their home opener, but their season opener is going to be on TV tomorrow. And uh, I think the Warriors game is at 7 and the Sharks game starts at 7.30. Um, But I'll probably lean towards watching more of the Sharks just because it's their first game of the season. Um, the Sharks, uh, aren't expected to do very well this year. 
Um, according to experts, they're playing Arizona tomorrow in Arizona. Um, they're also supposed to have a meeting uh, with Santa Clara County on whether or not they can play at home at their actual San Jose Arena uh, when their first home game is scheduled. Their first home game isn't scheduled till the 1st of February. I haven't heard anything in regards to that, uh, what's going on there. Um, but yeah, um, I saw an article in The Athletic uh, where they did hockey predictions and nobody basically predicted the Sharks uh, to win <laughs> uh, the division. Uh, they said there was a 0% chance that was going to happen. Uh, about 73% said the Avalanche are going to take that division. And of course the divisions are drawn up differently than in the past due to this COVID thing. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. The Sharks game actually does start at 6 o'clock, now that I'm looking at it, um, on Thursday, tomorrow, the 14th. So maybe I can at least catch the end of the Warriors game when the Sharks game is over. Um, that could be a possibility for me tomorrow night as I make my plans. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why the evil laugh. Um, another thing... Like I think I've mentioned is that in hockey they do a, they're doing a bunch of back to back games. So when you lose for teams like the Sharks, I feel like if you lose one game, you have a chance of learning and you could possibly win the second game. So if you can get five hundred <laughs> against uh, in every series, uh, hey, finish five hundred. I think that's better than expected for the Sharks if they can learn. Um, they're going to be without one of their top defenders, Redeem Simic, for a good chunk of the season still as he's recovering from his gruesome uh, leg injury. Um, and uh, there's questions regarding Evander Kane. Now, it appears he's going to be playing this year, um, but there was... Uh, article that came out again uh, via The Athletic that said he had filed for bankruptcy and it's no small number it's like 26.8 million dollars that's a lot of money to owe people and he makes if I remember correctly let me look it up here Evander Kane's contract that he signed with the Sharks. Uh, in 2018, he signed a seven-year, $49 million extension. Uh, so, yeah, he owes $26.8 million. So can he get uh, a f advance on that contract to... Uh, I don't know. Pay that off? Probably not. I'm guessing not. Especially not in a year with no fans. But I do hope he pulls out of it. It appears that it has it was it the debts due to mostly gambling issues. And while a bunch of people can talk shit to Kane and say, "Hey, man, dude, what the hell's wrong with you? You make millions of dollars and now you're in all this debt." La 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 la. Gambling can be an addictive thing. Um, I'm sure this is something that we wouldn't even know about if Kane wasn't an athlete. Like, 
this would just be a, one of those everyday things. You know, someone else filed for gambling or filed for bankruptcy due to gambling. So, so there was a, a rumor or not a rumor, but they were there was talks that Kane might even opt out of the season. Um, in his his bankruptcy filing report, he said Kane may opt out of the season. Um, being the schedule shortened and uh, he's got a young daughter that was just born so he's a little concerned about the health and stuff like that but uh, it also said the debtor the debtor may terminate his contract and he may opt out of the season as allowed under current rules because of health concerns given the recent birth of his first child should he terminate his contract or opt out at a point in the season the debtor will not receive his salary. So, I don't know what's going to go on. Kane will definitely not terminate his contract with the Sharks. I don't feel the Sharks would want to terminate um, I doubt the Sharks will want to terminate him Um He's been one of their top players, so I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, though. Will that drain Kane uh, physically on the ice? Will it affect his playing? Um, that is soon to be seen. Um, but, yeah, attacking Kane for this I don't think is the right move if you're a Sharks fan or not. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a problem some people get into, whether they have money or they don't, so... Hopefully he can get himself out of it and get his family and himself back on track. So, we'll see. Um, and yeah. And then let's see. Let's gear let's go back. Let's go back to uh basketball real quick. There was a big trade made today um involving James Harden. Of the Houston Rockets, he got traded. He got traded, baby. Um, <laughs> he got traded to the Brooklyn Nets in a fourteen deal, which is not one that you see a lot. But excuse me, I burped. But he did get traded, and. Uh, Let's see. So it was the Rockets, the Nets, the Pacers, and the Cavaliers that made this trade. Center Jarrett Allen and forward Teron Prince are headed from the Nets to the Cavaliers, while the Rockets receive Cleveland guard Dante Exum and Brooklyn forward uh, Rodion's Kuroks. I don't know if that's how you say it. Um, And then... Houston also receives Brooklyn's three unprotected first-round draft picks in the deal in 2022, 2024, and 2026, plus pick swaps in 2021, 2023, 2025, and 2027. The Rockets also get Cleveland's 2022 first-round pick via the Milwaukee Bucks, and Houston is sending a 2023 second-round pick to the Pacers 
but wait, there's more. Brooklyn also gets a 2024 second-round pick from the Cavaliers. The Nets have three open roster spots to fill out their bench if they choose. And then the mega deal reunites Harden with former Oklahoma City teammate Kevin Durant. So we'll see. They also, of course, have uh, all-star Kyrie Irving, but he's uh, not playing currently for the Nets. But once they have those three, it'll be interesting to see how that ends up working out for the Nets. It's either going to go really, really well or terrible. Uh, there were people talking about uh, the Warriors trading for um, James Harden for a bit. Some people were saying the Warriors should trade Draymond Green, Kelly Oubre, and Andrew Wiggins. And I was like, no, that that I don't see that working. Because people, I guess, wanted Harden, Curry, and Klay Thompson next year together. But I, I don't see Harden and Curry working together. I just don't. Uh, Harden would never pass the ball for one. Um, uh, but uh, Steve Kerr was actually quoted today that it's his th- first thought was it's good to get James Harden to the East. Um, a lot of dominant NBA players have been in the West for whatever reason, and it's good to balance it out. So that's an interesting uh, standpoint, um, and he he has a point for sure. Uh, but now the East has Giannis and Harden over there, so balances it out a little bit more, I guess. Um, so, yeah. So that big deal happened in the NBA today. Um, and, uh, you know, there's been some some baseball news lately still. The the moves are slow and steady. Um <laughs> There's, they're taking their sweet time with everything. The commissioner did say to expect to play an hun- a 162-game season, but some players have been like, yeah, right. But we'll see. The, the real thing just comes down to spring training because spring training is supposed to start in a month from now. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of these players don't want to have to start spring training and stop it again like last year. So, um We'll see what happens there. Uh, the biggest move lately that's happened uh, in terms of baseball, Liam Hendricks, uh, the former A's closer, now former A's closer, signed a three-year deal with the Chicago White Sox for $45 million. Um, he was the top relief pitcher on the market, and now he is no longer on the market. So he's going to the White Sox, and uh, that includes an uh, option for fourth year as well in that deal. So best of luck to Liam Hendricks, uh, great great guy, um, fun guy, um, great Australian uh, uh, personality that he has, and uh, because he's from Australia, not he just doesn't have the personality because he, he, he anyway, uh, I don't, I. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, great guy. Uh, ho- wish him well with White Sox, just not when they're facing the A's. Um, anyway, that's pretty much it, I believe, for this episode of Jokestrap. Uh, not really a g- episode where I had everything laid out that I wanted to say right away. 
uh, just kind of said stuff as it came to my head, and uh, that's how this episode went. Uh, there is one comedy announcement, though. Um, I found out today uh, that apparently the Sacramento region is no longer under the stay-at-home orders, uh, the strict ones anyway. Um, so businesses can open their outdoor dining again, and uh, they can do stuff like that. Uh, haircut places here are open again, so I might try to get a haircut soon. Uh, my hair is getting pretty, pretty long. Uh, so, with that being said, the Laughs Unlimited Comedy Club is operating again starting this weekend. Uh, they're doing outdoor shows. Now, if you or someone you know has a family or people that they're living with that are looking for something to do in this area and want to get out, I would highly suggest going to Laughs Unlimited Comedy Show, check out a show outside. Uh, they have individual pods for you to sit in outside, and then uh, you get these uh, uh, headphones to listen to the show, so that way, you know, the noise isn't going all around downtown. Uh, so, it's a pretty safe environment from what I've heard. Now, personally, I don't want to do shows there just because, one, I am higher risk, and... Uh, uh, I don't know if I could be uh, too funny right now, <laughs> to be honest. I'm, I, I don't know if I'm still there yet. Um, like, uh, can I ignore everything that's going on in the world right now and just joke about other shit for 10 minutes? I don't know. So, anyway, uh, I mean, it's more with the fact that I'm higher risk though, than the second part. But uh, anyway, if you are looking for something to do, highly suggest supporting them and checking it out. Go to their website, laughsunlimited.com, to learn more. Tickets are only available through their website for these shows because they want to treat uh, keep contact as low as minimum. And yeah. Anyway, that's all. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. Have a great rest of the week, and I'll see you probably next week for another episode. All right. Bye.